Now, the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So, I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is March 9th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan! Doing good. Illini win. New best player on the planet. I mean, this is oh, exciting I, stuff. I thought you were talking about college basketball there for a second. Well, yeah, but Illini won. They had the new best player on the planet, but now I understand your... You're no, talking about the golf's got a new best player. New FedEx Cup standings number one, Sunjay M. God, do you see the graphic today about the youngest ever? Someone sent it in to us. I did not see that. So with Sunjay in the mix, you know, he's whatever he is now, 21 some amount of days. The youngest ever is Joaquin Neiman, youngest ever number one. <laughs> 20, 20. He won the first. Like, what, what kind of? I mean, it, he won Greenbrier. He won the military yeah. tribute. Literally the first event of the year. I Shouldn't guess it counts. Technically, it, it's a yeah. It's by definition, I suppose he is. But I mean, the others were like Spieth and Thomas, who like probably got there after like a three-win season or something, you know. But it was just like, a, what is what is that adding to the broadcast at this point? You know, just talk how, about such accomplishments in just different terms. How about the new FedEx files? Just providing me with information I cannot live without. Well, ah, just another shipping courier service crowbar into our brains during these events. Like the standings aren't enough. These summaries where they provide like just here we this, go. This Tur vomitous table, this vomitous table of numbers that don't mean anything. Terrell Hatton. Have the FedEx file. Terrell Hatton began playing golf at three, turned professional in 2011, drives a black Lamborghini, four career European tour wins. That's the, that's the four most interesting things that you could come up with for him. What does begin playing golf at three do for you? What's that add? Nothing. Like, does nothing. Playing at like 16, I might like, you know, that's interesting. But uh, what does that even mean, playing golf? Does he have the little tykes plastic thing in his yard? He's whacking around? Like, I don't know. Uh, Turned professional in 2011. They also list his age. Like, usually if you have any common sense, you can go backwards. They turned pro between 20, uh, when they were 20 and 22 years old. Okay, so we don't need that. First two statistics are stupid. Drives a black Lamborghini. I don't really care about that. How about, like, is, is a psycho on the golf course? Constantly, <laughs> constantly blames spike marks for missed putts. Uh, well, Even well, though you can repair the spike marks. It's just another way to get, you know, big shipping. The brand label on the screen in front of your eyes. And it's just... That the 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 value of the information or the substance of the information is secondary. That's not the purpose of this. It's just a way to get the logo FedEx up there on the screen. Which I was I was looking tonight, and uh, see I'm wondering like when the social team decides this PGA Tour, and and they they get they're running through all Sanjay's accomplishments for, for you know Corn Ferry Tour Player of the Year, Rookie Year Player of the Year, and now number one. And they did a they did a fake a pump fake in the Wyndham Rewards top ten, like that's a big debate. It's still, of course, the same exact metric, right? But I mean, who do you got to pay off there? Big shipping or big a big uh, hospitality? Hotel. They got to do a little bit of both. I was just I was like I kept waiting for the FedEx drop, and they 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 juked me into Wyndham Rewards. 
same thing. But I don't know if we have stats for youngest ever with that Wyndham Rewards only being. Hey, uh, have you enjoyed the last two weeks watching these guys like really have to grind and they're being disaster at every turn? Uh, I thought today was a little flat. I, some people really liked it. Last week was good. Um, it's fine. It's it's probably not what you want to be the status quo, but I think it's fine with you, with you if you mix it in here and there. Right? What do you think? What are you going to say? What are yeah. you going to tell me? No, I, I, some of it... Obviously, they're they're hazard laden courses, but some of this was Mother Nature, right? Wind, wind. was whipping. Wind I'll tell just you, pounded. But Florida in March is like the hardest place to play golf in the world. It's like uh, the wind is just unrelenting. It it just seems like the calm days are still like three club winds. It's just a brutal place to play in March. It just if. Florida can just suck your soul away as a golfer in March. You can think you're just so bad at golf because of how windy it is and how hard it is over and over and over again. I bet there's so many guys that just can't wait to get out of Florida. So did you have some uh, dire times down on the minor league golf tour in March? Did you ever play there in March? Or like it's It sounds like you're speaking... As a man who's seen some things <laughs> yeah. out there in March. I'll, I'll tell you, it, it's like... <laughs> You could go down there and you can, it can be like three weeks straight where if you're playing in the wind, you're hitting like, you're like chipping six irons from a hundred yards. It's just like, it's just like utter, like it just beats the crap out of you on a, on a daily basis. And, and you can't, you just don't even want to go play golf. I feel like, do we, we see it that often in the cent in central like this though i mean it, it could get tough at bay hill but like i don't know that we see the wind like this in central but obviously southern florida south florida it could get like that uh but man i don't know it was just persistent it just do you like it i i like i enjoy i do enjoy when it's a real challenge i feel like i feel like if the tour played on setups, obviously one of the great things, it hasn't really rained since early in Honda week in Florida. Yeah. So it's been firm. And when you get firm, that golf course is very hard. There's water all over the place. So you have to hit a lot of long irons. And the rough is really thick. It's, it's just, and it's windy. It's very hard golf. If they played that type of golf, we'd see a lot different. I think top 10 play or not top 10, but we just see the people, the players that succeeded on the, on the PGA tour regularly would be different. Do you think there's any concerted effort by the tour to make things firmer? I mean, we're talking about this now happening in Phoenix, happening in Riviera. I think it wasn't Pebble a little more firm. I mean, just because of the, or is this just mother nature, how it's conspired? Not I, intentional. Well, I think that's the thing is last year, the last couple of years have been so wet. Because yeah. it's just it, there are certain things the tour can't control. It's like Mother Nature, they cannot control. I think they want it to be firm. Uh, yeah. I think in, in certain cases, like at Trinity Force the first year, they didn't want it to be firm because they were worried. But um, this the last this year's been delightful. I think the weather's played into it so well. I mean, Riviera was great. Uh Phoenix was really firm, like you said. This week was really yeah. firm. Yeah. Players is going to be soft and gooey, uh, that overseed. <laughs> overseed. It's going to be lush. <laughs> overseed in paradise. Didn't they do some social video, like, using, like, millennial language, like, that overseed or something like that? <laughs> you know, just... Guess what, guys? We dumped millions of gallons of water to make this possible on our golf course doing overseeding one of the least sustainable practices in, in golf. It's like me in my backyard last September, just <laughs> dumping water, trying to grow grass, except that was a couple hundred square feet. Um, all right. Just here's some stats. Justin Ray will read off. There's a lot of stats bouncing around. Stats uh, guy. There is Justin Ray golf at Justin Ray golf. I'm just ripping straight from him. If you listen to this, and don't already follow him, uh, you are probably in the minority, and you should follow him soon or right now. Uh, so this, there are only five rounds all-time at Bay Hill where the field averaged 75 or higher. Two were this week. 
this weekend. The field at Bay Hill just hit 50.5% greens in regulation for the week. That's the lowest percentage in a non-major in nearly 15 years on the PGA Tour. That's unbelievable. <clears throat> this, is, this is kind of a nut. This one's nuts. Fewest rounds in the 60s. Rounds three and four combined. So like a weekend. Fewest rounds in the 60s. And a PGA Tour event since 2000. Arnold, 2020 Arnold Palmer Invitational. One round in the 60s all weekend. The 2006 TOC at Kapalua, which was probably a 20. I mean, there's only 28 guys, so it's, you know, just less guys to post around one in the 60s. 2004 U.S. Open, 2007 Masters. There were three rounds in the 60s on the weekend. So only one. We're, we're talking about 2004 at Shinnecock. You know, of course, Saturday was was well, Saturday was a real bad. Yeah, day. Saturday was a bad day. Sunday, you know, maybe an opportunity for a round in the sixties, but we're talking one round. I mean, that's kind of crazy. Less it's less ins- since two thousand. It's insane. It was a brutal weekend. The, the it might have been the first ever weekend in a long time where par was relevant. Par was really yeah. relevant this week. How about people tweeting tonight, like? Like, how do you guard against distance, the ball going, like, really missing the point? Like, you can't just, this just doesn't happen. Like, this yeah. isn't like we're, we're going to rely on no rain yeah. and 25 to 30 mile an hour winds sustained. That's, that's where, how we're going to do it. We're just going to wait for it. Especially, it's going to happen in the middle of summer when thunderstorms, it just, you know, places just get pounded with the, like, that's what's going to happen at Memorial. It's going to blow 25 every day in, in Ohio, central Ohio. Like, I just, I think like, that's just the worst thing to say is like, you know, God. Well, you know what, what we what we talk about here, I'm an idiot. You're an idiot. Yeah. Everybody yeah. in the world's idiots. Yeah. Hey, can we, I got to talk about something non-golf for a second. So big thing Friday morning. Did you see this Brian Williams clip with the math and the Bloomberg money? I, I didn't. Oh yeah, the, the, the five hundred million. Everybody yeah. in the United States could get a million dollars if you just. And this is being said on live TV. <laughs> I just like to say, you know, the two of us, we make some, mispronounce some things, make some bad math mistakes, geography mistakes, animal habitat mistakes, but. You know what our only safety net is? The other idiot on the other end of this this call, this this teleconference we do. That's live TV on a major network with I think a woman from the New York Times of this anchor. God knows how many producers, cameramen, uh, everybody in the control room with headsets on, and with it, tons of safety nets. So I just like, you know, we're speaking basically off the cuff, cuff, and extemporaneously. For like three hours a week here, and we're idiots. We fully admit we're idiots. We don't don't take our word for anything. Hey, but uh, can, 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 I would can, just like to illustrate, we're not going to be doing that anytime soon on a major network. Are we? Are we in the trust tree? Yeah. I. Uh, You're I, on board with that math. I, like I was it? on. A, I was on a, some sort of call, <laughs> and I I brought that up. And the person on the other call goes, Andy, you know that math's wrong, right? <laughs> and I go, oh, uh, never mind. <laughs> so I'm another daily reminder. I'm, I'm a complete idiot. <laughs> but again, you didn't have, we don't have, you know, the safety net of 25 people working on the show. Um, all right, so that's it. Some some stats on the course. You are generally okay with this as long as it's not the status quo. Right? I don't think it wasn't contrived, right? Right, right. I right. don't think anybody walked off the course and was saying like that was unfair. Like I don't I don't think the rough was unplayable. I I saw guys hitting it out of the rough. Did you see Thick Boy hit it close on eighteen? <laughs> Thick Boy made a big surge for me and watched oh. it one and done. Such a dumb nickname, but I liked it. That was that was a crazy shot. I mean, but what's he got to lose there, right? I mean, he's kind of chasing. He's long shot anyways. But I was happy to see it. Thick boy. He held my one undones, you know, another top five. He he was emphatic with the fist bump, too. He made the putt. You know why he uh, why he was able to get that out of that thick rough, right? 
Why? Because he's equally thick. <laughs> what do you think of Tyrrell? I'm not gonna say. Or my boy, I... my boy Terrell. Terrell Davis. Uh, <laughs> Terrell Owen. That that's that's where I want to go next. It was great. Good to watch. A real character. Make believe shotgunning into a lake and you know objects just random inanimate. I guess it's not inanimate. Uh, <laughs> flipping it off. If you're the PGA Tour, this is the kind of character you wanna you wanna embrace, promote. You know, I don't I don't. He's exciting to watch. He's not exciting to really listen to that much. He, he's exciting in, in the crucible of competition, but I'm not sure he offers much outside of that. But a lot of people, not a lot, but a few people saying with like volunteer types or course workers like that guy's the biggest asshole ever. <laughs> he kind of, he's kind of a modern day Sabatini. That could be. Next gen Sabo. Yeah. Millennial Sabo. I think he was millennial Sabo. Hopefully he's on the the Ryder Cup team, right? He seems like this is probably going to lock it up for him. He uh, stocky little. Go ahead. I turned it on. Uh, I I was I was at Banded. I'm at Banded right now, and uh, yeah, when I hear your, we got to hear about what you're doing out there in a minute. Um, but uh, so I was in and out, and literally I turned on. I was watching it. And I turned it on. I had I have YouTube TV, so I watched it on my phone. I was like playing golf and watching it. And yeah. uh, and right when I turned it on, he just like he flubbed the chip on what was it eleven, maybe or 10, 11, ten. Eleven was the big double. Yeah. He hit it in the water then, or he hit it in the water on the drive. Then his approach <laughs> shot went through the green. He dribbled it on. Yeah. So he had to flub the chip, and I just like yeah. that was the first thing I saw, and just saw him just get so pissed off, and I was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> this is what I expected. Then I thought Sungjae, at that moment, I was like, oh, Sungjae's going to yeah. win again. And then he yeah. just blew up. I would say my confidence was not high in Hatton winning in this kind of conditions, these kind of conditions. But, you know, we did get some entertainment out of it, the flipping off the lake, flipping it off multiple times. So, uh, go ahead. Is Hatton, who's, is Hatton a better is better. Do you think Hatton's a better player than Fleetwood? But we just like Fleetwood more because of the locks and the <laughs> you know the social media love. Uh, we I don't know. I need to look into the stats more on that. I don't think maybe so. maybe we'll come back on Wednesday with this. I think Fleetwood's probably proven it more often and more. Eh, I don't know. Stronger. I mean, Hatton's win, zero wins are not as good as Fleetwood. I mean, now he has this Bay Hill win. That's kind of his. How about that? The winner, the the <clears throat> Sanzi interview afterwards. You know, after all this drama the last week with Azinger's comments about the European tour, and he puts the question to Hatton, who ignored it. Like, you know, you've won four times, but what's it feel like to now do it on the grandest stage of them all? Like, as if. Like I mean, I, Bay Hills. It was a very tough weekend, but it wasn't. It's not the grandest stage of them all. Augusta National or wherever. Well, but, but also, I think this is important, though. It's Let's... dumping on all his wins already. It's like, oh, those didn't. It's like a Dottie Pepper type thing with Scott Brown. I think we need to add this to the graphic. We've got the grandest stage of them all, the gold standard, the ultimate prize. They're killing me. Uh, unparalleled challenge. How about today? They tweeted from the players the ultimate fan experience. I saw some people in Augusta, Augusta Chronicle writer Scott Michaud took uh, issue with that. He's like, so Augusta National just takes a dump on fans. I mean, he didn't tweet in such colorful terms. I'm paraphrasing. So it's like, oh, I, I didn't know the player. Players is the ultimate fan experience now. Masters is just, you know, never mind about that. I, I, I kind of somewhat admire the PGA Tour's ability to act so tone deaf. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, like it's it's an unbelievable, like how they just ignore that anything else in golf happens. It's it's, I can't believe it. It's actually admirable in a way. I at some point hope that I can be as maniacally focused on strictly my self being as the PGA Tour is about themselves. 
depending on when you're listening to this, I think we're going to be getting the big uh, TV deal announcement Monday morning early as the markets like just fall off the face of the earth. Apparently I'm not an expert in that. It just doesn't look like it'll be a good Monday morning. And, but we'll be talking about, you know, eight, 10, whatever billion dollar deal Monday morning on the PGA tour. It seems like, um, but the players, you get that. Yeah. That tone deafness sort of, here's where I want to be careful. There are so many, like so many people that work so hard on the players and are super stressed out and being just like, really kind of driven like it's intense they're under a lot of pressure from the higher-ups to like just do the whole shotgun approach to everything here so like there are a lot of people working hard on this event and i admire a lot of people at the tour for that um just want to give them a shout out but yes i i think in the upper levels of the the c-suite the offices you know and the executive level i think there is sort of a tunnel vision all right should we do an ad read? You want you want some uh, Hatton stats? Yeah, that's not an ad read, but let's go for it. I, I I thought we needed to do more Hatton, but it felt like we were getting to the time of an ad read. Go. What do we want on te- Terrell? He's got five top tens in majors. What are they? He's got a fifth at the Open. He's got a sixth at the Open, a sixth at the U.S. Open. And then two tenths at the PGA. Yeah, not really that close, but good, good showing. Fifth, sixth, tenth. This could know. be rising. Yeah, I mean he's a he's a world class talent. Been on Ryder Cups. Yeah, he, he's he's good. He's a very good golfer. I was I was that being said, I was surprised. Fleetwood's better. Yeah, yeah, he is. I don't know long term though. This could be a it could be an interesting thing to look at long term. They're Martin. about the same age. Sean Martin, this was the lowest percentage of greens hit in an event on the PGA Tour since the 2008 Open. I think it was Burkdale, I believe. Um, okay, you want to do an ad read? Let's do an ad read. Smith Devereaux, on board. A good, good, solid wet March. Literally, wet March week at Bay Hill. A lot of balls rinsing. We saw, you know, Hatton in the drink on 11, shotgunning at it. So, a good, uh, good wet. Hat- Did you see Hatton's quotes about what he's going to do after? No. No. He said he's, he's, he's probably not going to be able to stand properly till Wednesday. He said that? Yeah. He seemed legitimately moved. Uh, he might be drinking some of uh, some Smith Devereaux uh, Arnold Palmer wine. That's a yeah. He probably got a bottle. Maybe might have a Magnum all his own on the way out. Maybe maybe uh, Sam Holly's boy gave it to him as a parting gift with the alpaca sweater. Uh, so Smith Devereaux back for uh, some more for the week at Bay Hill. Our friends uh, just they wanted us to to make sure confirm. They can buy the Palmer wine without joining the wine club. So the Palmer wine can be a one-off purchase. They set up some aside for the shotgun start listeners. But they there are other they do want you to join the club, though, also. Yes, please join the club. It's three, is it three shipments over the course of a year. It's uh, very affordable. They've got Cal- California Red Blend, a single vineyard Merlot are their standouts, and they've got a Cabernet as well. Uh, and the Palmer wine, the 90th birthday Palmer wine. That's Smith Devereux, D-E-V-E-R-E-U-X.com. Listen to this. Their wines are like playing Pebble Beach, but paying the greens fee at Sweetens Cove. Oh, that's a little, little marketing turn of phrase there. A little analogy to, for our golf, golf-minded audience to understand. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. If you leave a note, if you join the wine club and leave a note that you're you're a shotgunner or a, or a sicko, whatever whatever the name is. Came to it via the Shotgun Start podcast. They're going to give you a special gift, a very special gift. We don't know what it is. Golf-related, we're told. But you got to join the club and just note somewhere in the email or the box that you came via the podcast, right? Yeah. All right. So I ripped through. I had a big Saturday night. I'm worse for the wear this evening. I, I I took a hard left turn, had the Palmer wine. It felt right. You got into the Magnum? 
No, I had a regular one. <laughs> well, because my wife, my wife, so we'd already had a bottle with people over. I was like, we need to open another bottle. He's like, I'm going to do the Palmer wine. I was already feeling, you know. You were feeling loose. Yeah, loose, sentimental. I was like, well, so, uh, we got to have the Palmer wine. It's the right weekend. It's Arnie's weekend. And she's like, I'm only having one more glass. You can't open that. You know, that's a good wine. She's like, you don't, we got to finish that when you open it. It's a good wine. Don't want to let it sit around on the counter for two or three days. And I was like, no, no, no. We got, she thought I was opening the Magnum. We had like a normal size bottle of wine, whatever size those are. So we, we ripped through that then Saturday. That's, that's exciting. So smithdevereaux.com. Thanks to them for kind of coming on here mid-March, wet March. Wet March. Uh, <laughs> it's a good wine. And you know, a couple of people have sent us in their, their orders. It's a way to support us, support our sponsor, support our partner. It's a way to support the pot. So thank you. Thanks to the listeners who have signed up and thanks to them. You think Rory's going to defend this week? No. He can't close. Can't get done on Sundays. <laughs> I think he's setting, this is priming him for it. These are the best, the best tournaments to have before big tournaments are near misses. He's going to win the players again. He's going to become the king of Panavidra. See, Rich Lerner. How about that? That made my morning on Saturday. Was, I was on the treadmill. I like jumped off. I was like, what? Someone tweeted at us. Got the notification. You're never going to believe this. But Rich Lerner, who's this, you know, official and proper professional person, says they're calling him the Prince of Panavidra these days. Like, who's they? <laughs> who's they in that sense? More and more people are calling him. Many people are saying he's the Prince of Honorita. So shout out to Rich. I think the next the next big thing for us is to get adopted into a uh, Jimmy Roberts uh, <laughs> essay about about the match play. The hey, next big still, frontier. We still haven't talked about Tiger. I I got a separate player section at the end. I think it's disrespectful to Mr. Palmer. If we just start talking about all this players' bullshit at the top, well, let's talk about Mr. Palmer's tournament. That's the thing. That's you know, right. We shouldn't what? talk about anything but Mr. Palmer's tournament on this week. Anma taught us that. <laughs> that oh, they're, they're in the crosshairs Monday morning. Hey, Anma, the tournament's come and gone. Where's your statement, Anma? You know, the respect... I'd need to hear from them early. You should, you should uh, tweet at them. They can't lean on that crutch anymore. Now it's going to be, you know, they don't want to upstage the fifth major. Um, no, that well, that was the other thing. We're on the back nine today, and we just just take this hard left turn off a cliff to show featured groups at the players. Here are some breaking news. Here are some tea times for next week. Here's here's the seventeenth hole. It's just it's still it looks the same as ever. There's no one there. Nothing's happening. It's just it's just grandstands that are empty, and it's still an it's still an island or whatever it is a peninsula as they call it, and uh, they, they just right in the middle of Mr. Palmer's tournament, back nine of Mr. Palmer's own tournament. Felt disrespectful to be honest with you. So, that's, all right, I, I'm sure that's what every tournament wants is people looking ahead to the next week. It's not even like this is tomorrow. This is, this is, this starts four days from now. I know that you're watching the very, the most exciting part of a golf tournament. This is why you all tune in, but let's, let's look at next week right now. Uh, Who do you think? Why do you think Rory's going to defend? Do you really think he, this is, this is, yeah, this is the way, golf works you sniff around you you rummage around you you get in there you sniff it around and then one weekend you get it done and he sniffed around a few times so do you i i'm i'm very much kidding about the can't close on sunday but i know do you think if he wins what will the highlight of his week be that i think it'll be the the long walk from 16 green to 17 I was going to say, will it be winning the trophy or the Tuesday release of Carson podcast with Jay Monahan? Oh, God. Did you see this? No. 
You haven't seen this? I, I haven't seen... I didn't listen to the clip. I've been busy. Uh, I know. I, I haven't listened to it. Who's listening? I saw <laughs> that he's on the show. They're all with, like, the players, sponsors in the background everywhere. There are some ways that you can just sabotage authenticity. There's, like, a number of ways. And, and Carson Daly might be the best. Like, if you want to just sabotage... Uh, yeah. the authenticity of anything, just send Carson Daly in. And you, yeah. uh, immediately, whatever the situation is, is going to feel like Wouldn't contrived. Contrived. Yeah, it's not even... It's not even yeah. Like... But what's crazy is, like, the, t- the person you're working with, like... I mean, they get him up on the Golf Central desk this week, and he's like, I don't like where the money's coming from, or... He does an interview with a newspaper writer, Paul Kimmage, and it's like a compelling can't put down read. It's like it's hard to make Rory boring. Like it's really hard, you know, in an interview setting to make him feel like wooden and uninteresting. And I don't know. What what I don't get is that like who are the like common fans that are super interested in listening to Carson Daly and Rory talk? Like, and I'm not saying I should be the one interviewing Rory, but like, just put somebody that like, give me Jaime Diaz interviewing yeah. Rory. That would be great. That'd be wonderful. Well, it's not for someone like you. It's not for someone. But like who's you. it for? That's, that's the point. I, that's the counter. Yeah. And if it is for that person, are they actually listening? Are well, they finding their way on the golf pass or wherever or but, iTunes? But here's the the big thing. You just said it's not for me. How is like any golf content not for the sick, deprived golf fan? Like, how do you make content about golf that like, oh, our, this is not for the diehards? Well, it might not be golf. It, may, it might be just kind of a sprinkling of golf. It's more but for- I, I'm still interested in that. Are you interested in the Chainsmokers concert on the Island Green on, on Tuesday? I wish I was attending. I'm unfortunately, a, a, I'm actually almost as far away in the continental United States as I could get from Jacksonville. Hey, what are you doing out there, by the way? What'd you, well, what'd you think of Bandit? First time ever, right? You've only been there a few hours. So. I uh, It was good. I played the Sheep Ranch this, this morning. It was pretty cool to see that. And then I played uh, Pacific Dunes to, this afternoon. I'm doing a, a little, uh, I guess I'm the the on-course reporter for College Golf Live this week. Hey! Dunes. I'm, I, uh, on-course reporter. You guys can all watch. The poor, the poor man's Peter Costas. You guys Spicy can all, all watch. On-course reporter. And critique me. I, I am going to be able to. Give him know? shit. Give him lots of shit. <laughs> yes. Critique is on course reporting. You're on the way. I can't for college. What is it called? College golf. Co- Live? College golf live. So they're playing Pacific Dunes for three days. And I'm trying, uh, I'm trying to think if you rise through the ranks. The Pacific Dunes. Pacific Dunes, arguably, arguably the greatest public golf course in America. Hidden jewel up there. I haven't heard much about Bandon. While you're up there, you have to take some Instagram pictures. Let people know you're there. Yeah. You Really you know I've heard, you know, I haven't heard much about it when people go. I've heard that there's some great buddy trip itineraries out there. <laughs> this is not a shot of abandoned dudes. It's just, you know, the, the very, very unoriginal things that emanate when people go there. I, uh, um, I, it's, well, it's a really cool place. Car supporter. Yes. I'm trying to think like you work your way up. You're doing this for a network. You go, Andy, like what's Bryson got in? Like, well, how's it look up there? And I was like, well, Jim, I don't know, but he did just tell me his favorite fruit is pineapple. Like, what did happen? What is this? Who is this? The direction? Is this what we want this to go? We'll see. You know? ba- Bacon's doing the play-by-play. Ba- Bacon's going to oh. be the one that that controls the cards of when I get when I get put in the ring. You're out there. Bacon might black me, blackball me out like Isaiah yeah. Thomas did to MJ in the All Star game. Freeze you out. Yeah. Just never- Hold on, you. Andy. You know what's the lie look? Is like I don't know, but it's now one forty four, one forty five since you play one forty seven, forty eight. You got the stopwatch on him while you're walking out there. 
I did I did some cool stuff about the golf course today. It should be fun to watch Good. these guys play uh play play Pacific. All right. Well, well, the weather's well, supposed to be beautiful. It's supposed to be like sunny, 50 high 50s, little breeze. It's going to be delightful, delightful uh, viewing. You can watch stream. It's it's only available on a stream. What is it? College Golf Network. College Golf Live. College Golf Live. I'll tweet it. All right. Yeah. Sure, you can find it. Uh, okay, let's get back. Hey, let's do Masters Fact of the Day. Oh. We totally can we talk about who did, t- took a dump in the cup first? Sure. Who took a dump in the cup? Christian. The uh, Zadenhout. Yeah. 79, did he Thanks shoot? Thanks for stepping in there. The Zadenhout. I don't know. 79, right? It was a tough, tough uh, Sunday. Can he take a dump in the cup? Is he even a, a PGA Tour player? No. He's not even a player. Rob not Op- projected. Rob not Op- projected to go anywhere. Do you see Rob Oppenheims? You can't take a dump in the cup if you don't even recognize the cup. He's not even a PGA Tour member. Do you see what Rob, Rob Op- Op- What did he, he do? He went 69, round one. Great start. Then he goes 78, 83, 83. Ouch. I we mean, talk- it was hard out there. We should talk about Brooksy. You want to say anything about Brooksy? What do you want to talk about? I don't know. He's practicing his ass off. Is that concerning you? He's practicing all day and night, and he's playing worse than ever. I thought he didn't like the practice. He's going to Lake Nona after these rounds and practicing into the dark. He's, he's playing five weeks in a row. Uh, I think Will Gray, somebody called it a golf bender. He's going, what is he going? Honda, Bay Hill, Players, Valspar, Match Play. That's See, good. He missed a lot of time. I think this will be good. But he's playing worse. He said he played like shit still. Sometimes putting... that happens. You know, but sometimes the more you try, the worse you get. That's like the frustrating thing with golf. He did go from 81 to 71. Uh, last few things on Bay Hill, putting a bow on that. Open championship spots went to Keith Mitchell, Jolie D, and uh, Danny Lee. That's good. I guess Sun Kane was in the running and bogeyed or double bogeyed somewhere late. And, that, uh, that seems like fitting justice. Yeah. yeah. I'm just worried about Brooks practicing too much. That's all. All right. Masters facts of the day coming from our great friend, Bama Bearcat. He's uh, back. Yeah, he's back. He's been sending it. We, we blanked on this last week. But he's been, you know, he's been playing golf over in Australia, but still kind of, you know, firing off a few facts to us. So we're loaded up. Uh, Let's go with today. What did Clifford Roberts have in common with Donald Trump? Like our current president, Roberts had a strong preference for solid red ties to the point that he'd only put on a yellow or green tie for a photo and then put his solid red tie back on immediately afterwards, after taking the picture. It's kind of, I wouldn't say it's Robert's quirkiest quality, but certainly quirky. Um, Robert's had a couple dozen identical red ties at all times. So he'd put on a yellow or green for a picture and immediately go back to red. What would be like the casual, casual business attire version of just being only wearing red ties? Wait, what? Business well, casual? Yeah, like say say we go business casual. What's the version of this? I mean, like the same, same colored shirt. I mean, how casual? You're talking like a golf shirt or button down? What would be the? I, I, I would it be wearing like the same pants every day? Meh. Pants can be kind of can kind of go unnoted i mean it depends if they're maroon or whatever your your pants your hole in one pants are like uh then that's noticeable but pants it's kind of like a i don't know an off a, a, a simple color you can get away with that not being such a defining characteristic it's probably like wearing like a really bright red shirt every day maybe i'll start doing that all right so that's our master's fact of the day. Clifford Roberts. I think Cliff Roberts led off our master's facts of the day last year. I do. T- I remember when that. he said he gave all his money or he gave a bunch of money to Planned Parenthood after his death, <laughs> not because he was a strong believer in 
Planned Parenthood reproductive rights or whatever they would he just hate kids and didn't think people should be having kids. Kids were a menace. Uh so Cliff Roberts leading off Masters Facts of the Day. All right, other results we should rip through real quick. Commercial Bank Cutter Masters, Jorge Campillo beats David Drysdale on the fifth playoff hole. Right Marathon. Dark, this darkness is falling. I, they're just playing this 18th hole over and over and over again. Although it was kind of crazy that the tie wasn't broken. Campillo hit putts outside of 20 feet on the first two, two go rounds to make birdies. And there had been no birdies on the hole all day. Drysdale put his approach shots inside 10 feet. And then I think Campillo made a 25 footer the fifth time around. So he was really putting his ass off to kind of, to, although he finished bogey, double bogey two out of his last three holes to kind of blow it, blow a shot lead, give it, give Drysdale a chance in the playoff. Big win for Campillo. Former uh, first team All-American in Indiana. You were dogging on him at the, at the WGC Mexico. Why was I dogging on him? You put him in that group of euros that just comes over, doesn't deserve to be there. You're like Azinger. Just like him. Not accurate. I was I was going off a Jake Nichols statistical study. There was evidence. I wasn't just throwing that out willy nilly. Campillo is a good player, but uh, he was all over that slow play uh, port that Molinari tweeted out. A lot of bad times for for Campillo. Maybe he's gotten better. Um, what else do we have? The Hogue Classic. Your guy out Big in Newport. Ernie Els wins in just his third Champions Tour start. He beats uh, Glenn all day and Freddie Couples and Bob Carlson by two shots at 16 under. Do you want know what I want from this year from Mern? What? I want him to win like seven times and then never play, play. again. This is what they want. Loner and Ernie. This is the first time back-to-back World Golf Hall of Famers have won. Do you see what, what you put on when you win this? No. He put on like a, a doctor's, like, you know, the white coat thing. A lab coat or a doctor's coat? <laughs> yeah, a lab coat. Why are they doing that? Ernie is posing with a picture with a lab coat on. No. Yeah, Hogue Classic lab coat. Isn't Hogue like an insurance company or something? I don't know why there's like a lab. Maybe it's just a white sport coat. I don't know. This event's been there. I mean, this is a long running event been going on at newport like 25 30 years what is what is hope what company we i swear to god we did this a year ago orange county health system that's ah, there he's wearing the lab coat there you go dr dr else dr earn what 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 ails you well you know here's what you can do you can drink a bunch of wine here's <laughs> I, I recommend my big easy blunt good house um I was reading. I, do you think? Slow. Do you think people call him Rook out there on tour? You think because he's a Champions Tour rookie, he's getting dealing with like veteran hazing? Out I there? don't think that's. <laughs> you think? <laughs> you, you think McCarran pulls pranks? You think like the is telling Ernie Hells how to act, or Doug Barron's coming up to him like, "Hey, Ern, you're on my turf now." Mfer. Things like Scott Perrell near my house. They they treat him like uh, the super troopers uh, treat the treat the rookie. He's got to bring like donuts. Far, Farva the, treats him. He's got to bring donuts to the practice event. Um, pretty good. All right, I was reading through. Don't tell me it's slow Sunday night. Waiting for you to get your act together out there. I was reading through Champions Tour notes. <laughs> the post post round notes just. Looking for nuggets. Fred Couples ranked first of the field this week in driving distance. What would you guess his driving distance was? Freddie. First Three, in the 3.05. 299.0. But do you know what? how they record that? It's recorded Tape on measure? <laughs> Might be. Recorded. You see some volunteers out there with like a really long tape measure. It's recorded on holes 15 and 16. So he led the field in driving distance, but it's a three-round event. Seems like a small sample size. That's six drives. Is this how they did it before shot length? 
Would yeah, they just I think pick so. One hole, right? I think they picked like two holes. Two holes, one yeah. holes. Yeah, I think they they might still do that on the PGA Tour. To be honest, <laughs> do, you think, do you think Champions Tour should have shot length? No, no. <laughs> I don't think Champions Tour should exist. <laughs> I, 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 I knew the answer to that question before I asked it. I do really like when Ernie wins on the Champions Tour, but I, it still doesn't change my opinion on the Champions Tour. Oh, by the way, did you see Rory agitating strongly? He's like, I don't know how we don't have shot link on some all, every course, on the North Course of Torrey, on Spyglass, uh, you know, Monterey. This is what you've been saying. It's like I, I tell I tell the PGA Tour, it's like, we need shot link. It's crazy that we don't have stats from every round we play. You've been hollering about this all year. Oh, you know, it's, it's about time some people came around on this take. I'm, I'm excited for when Rory speaks out about Shot Tracer and how, how flawed it is and how it always gets his, uh, his shots wrong. Hey, what was your flashback Friday on Friday? Just to give people a teaser. You don't have to, let's not do it, but what was the subject? It was Martin Laird. <laughs> your guy. I just spit out my water. What? Yeah. Okay. 2012. Not Phoenix. No. Marty Laird. Okay. Marty Laird. There we go. Um, okay, let's get on to uh, Marty the... Laird. Marty Laird shot 75 and one. <laughs> one of the really? worst. One of the worst final rounds <laughs> to win in the history. <laughs> it was Steve Marino collapsed. Steve Marino. Marino. Steve Marino had fried egg lies on 15 and 17 oh, coming no. down the stretch. Oh no! Steve Marino is really good at golf and a great quote. Great guy. Uh huh. Yeah. He, he was like a Matt Every type. Oh yeah. I mean, a little before Matt. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe a couple different ways. Um. Did you see my? Instagram post today on the Shotgun Start Pod about Hale Irwin. I didn't. 1976. They had to go to a Monday playoff because they thought daylight savings time was going to be enacted by the government by then. And the government, the Congress hadn't enacted it yet. And they said they couldn't change the TV schedule. So then Hale Irwin flipping out. He's like, now, and that's back with network. That's all you had. So they're not getting bumped to Monday. He's like, so you got to finish in obscurity on Monday because they couldn't change the TV schedule allegedly, and they hadn't changed. That's it. an all-time mess up. Yeah. So that's in, check out the Instagram account. We, get, we occasionally do some fun nuggets like that. All right, Players Championship. Tiger is out, not playing. This is a good way to end. It's a uh, downer. I am seeing. I was listening, watching TV. The pregame, I'm reading tweets. People are framing this like load management. And that just real load management is skipping Honda, Bay Hill. It's not like just taking Riviera to the Masters off. I I think this is this is think, this is more of a issue. There's clearly yeah. an issue. I'm not saying he like can't get out of bed and he's hurt beyond all repair, but like to frame this in some form of in the terms, and this is how it was all being done all weekend, as like, oh, this is like just new reality, man, load manager. No, he's not. Like something is wrong, or he'd be playing the players. That's it. I'm not saying he won't be at the Masters or he, he's done, but like he's hurt. There's a there's a problem here if he's not playing the players, and I don't mean to put for <laughs> inadvertently putting the players on a pedestal here, but. Skipping the players is a well. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold hold on. I think that you need to be checked with your players. Just enthusiasm. Let's let's look at somebody else's reasons for not going to the players. Oh, the Honorable Lee Westwood. (laughs) He's going to watch horses race instead. Going to party. The horses are kind of ancillary. <laughs> They're off to the thing that's happening in the background. Yeah. No, he's a big he's a big horse aficionado, horse guy. Uh, but yeah, it sounds like a big party. And then he's coming back to Valspar. Yeah. See the main like incredible. See leaving that? Florida, skipping the players to watch the horses, <laughs> and then coming back to Valspar. See, that's that's 
that's the precedent. It's not, you know, skipping the players. <laughs> players is an optional tournament. What's it called? Keltenham? Yeah. Cheltenham? I don't know how it's pronounced. Yeah. You let it, leave it to me. It's slaughtered. <laughs> <See>? one. <laughs> it's one of my strategies. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's but I mean, something's happening with Tiger, right? I mean, he's clearly not right. Yeah, there's got to be something going on, some sort of. I feel like there was something about fused backs that I saw that said that they might need more procedures after you get it fused. You saw a thing on the internet about fused yeah. backs. Yeah, it might have been on the Sentinel Spine website. <laughs> you and Doctor Else. Oh, we should no. ask. We, this is where some some reporter should ask Rory Sabatini what he's how he's his fuse backs feeling at idea. the players, you know, and say, do you have to do any upkeep? Do you have any? Can you speculate on Tiger? I'm sure he'd answer nicely. Do you see those guys that were yelling at Rory? <laughs> yeah, they're overserved, to say the least. I don't think Rory appreciated that. He certainly <laughs> did acknowledge it. We are not asking for people to go out there and yell uh, to get on TV or anything or to, or to film it and send it to us. <laughs> right? Can we be clear about that? We don't want to become those guys. We don't need the boy from Bratislava to be the next mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate it, though. Uh, yeah, we appreciate <laughs> We appreciate you. Yeah, not, but yeah, but just let's not make it a trend. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's do a little. Anything else on Tiger you you need to add? This is I just, I, it's, it's, it's alarming. Players doesn't matter, though. I mean, it's just al- alarming. Yeah. It's not all the right. best news for golf. Players championship on Twitter. The ultimate fan experience meets the strongest field in golf. Featured groups. McElroy, Kepka, Rob. Good group. What's that? One, two, three in the world. Xander, Rose, Adam Scott. Some fun swings to watch in there. Webb Simpson, Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson. That's the uh Why is Phil in a featured group? What a, what has he done? That's a preacher and two uh sinners. Quite a contrast in lifestyles there. Webb, from all accounts, just the most sterling individual, like really good human being. Also, squeaky clean. DJ, not so much. Phil, you know, has gotten loose in a couple turns on the road of life. Uh, all right, Ricky, JT, and Speed featured group. Jordan Speed in a featured group. Does that I, bother you? I don't know why. What he had, I. You think they'll wear Baker's Bay apparel? I bet Jordan just wishes he could go back to Baker's Bay. Where's Smiley? Is Smiley carrying the bag? We'll have all four don't, of them. Don't bang on Smiley. <laughs> I'm not trying Take to Take it bang. easy That's, on Smiley. That was me. I didn't mean it like that. I'm just saying they should get all four of them out there. Figure Speed, out a way to get Smiley there. Speed's ranked uh, 53 in the world. 54 in the world right now. I knew you'd pull it up quickly. All right. So What's his Ricky. What's Ricky gonna be? He's gonna be like twenty eighth, twenty ninth, something like that. I would think. Although he I guess he finished. When whatever. when was the last time he really contended? I don't think I I've thought that Spieth had a chance to win a tournament, honestly, since the Masters in oh in eighteen. When he almost shot sixty two in the And final. then he then it got derailed when he hit the tree on eighteen. I mean, he was going to shoot 62 in the final round of the Masters, and maybe Jace Dunn's feet. Or, uh, uh, 2018 uh, Open, too, would classify. He was in the mix. He was in, in the, not yeah. the mix. He was in the final group on Sunday. I think that's, that's more than so, the mix. So, okay, so that was the last. That might be the last time I thought he had a chance to win. Didn't he have a chance to win a Colonial last year? I mean, put, it was smoke and mirrors, putting. No, that was he was hitting it everywhere. That doesn't I work know. for four rounds. I, I, you're, uh, you can't make like 700 feet of putts every round. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Ricky JT Spieth undoubtedly will. I wonder if they, they offer them up to the, the fan vote ballot. 
Do you that's, think Rick, how many Grant Thornton activations does Ricky have this week? Probably a good amount. Probably a good amount. Um, Wolf Morikawa have one. Do you how like many that? featured groups are there? That's what I'm wondering what's happening here. It's just going on and on. Are they just listing every group? That would be a tour thing to do. <laughs> Everybody's. Because we... we're showing every shot. That's true. We, let's talk about that on Wednesday. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm actually excited about that. I'm excited about the Players' Championship. Don't get me wrong. I haven't been paid off by the tour. Reed, Matsuyama, Cantley. Feel bad for Masayama and Cantley. Why? They're playing with Pat Reed. I guess somebody got thrown out this weekend. This I saw, I saw that. Doug Ferguson had a tweet. Uh, don't do that. Reed Matsuyama Cantley. Well, Matsuyama. Yeah, yeah that's that's a sterling pass. Might might have some issues marking his ball, golf ball. Maybe not anymore. We'll move on. We'll move on. Um, Kucher, Stenson, Sergio. Just that, that's, that group does like nothing for me. That's like 2005 or something like that. You know, high school me. I don't know. They should have put Reed, Kucher, and Sergio together. <laughs> and then Deshambo, Sanjay, and Gary Woodland. That's some thickness in there. A lot of thickness. Sanjay? Those are the Bryson, thick boys. Woodland. A lot of, lot of thickness in the shoulders. and Maybe the thick guys. That's, that's, so those are your featured uh, groups. One, two, three, four, five, six, eight featured groups. So, I'm so uh, happy that I'm done with Bryson for the year. I picked him and I want it done. I'm done with him. Don't have to root for him ever again. All right, anything else you want to talk about? There's other news, you know, every talking about weed at the end, pushing back on the weed policy, but we can talk about it another time. Rory's I, saying, I don't like where the money comes from. I don't know what we can talk about my PGL schedule another time. Oh, we're going to do that today. <laughs> All right, it should be a great week. Players' Championship week is a, it's a gold standard type of week. It's an ultimate paradox, unparalleled challenge. It's our championship, as you will be told many times. Is it ours? Not ours, theirs. But when the player's talking, it's ours, as we'll be told. Um, Are we going to do any extra podcasts this week? No. That would be something we'd do for a major. (laughs) I mean, we do like eight podcasts in a week for a major. Yeah. I'm going to do four. No. You're going to be out there huffing it like, you know, Noda. You know how Bone. many steps I took t- today? I'll go with 14,000. Uh, 29,000. What? Yeah. So did you play walk 18? I, wa- I walked 36. Oh. And then I also did a bunch of other stuff. But did, you didn't play 36. Yeah, I did. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Okay. You got some. You got some features coming out, right? You're doing like a little, you Some know. Vignettes. Yeah, I've seen this with no cameras around before. You're like just walking around like a lunatic, you know, throwing, dropping balls in the rough to see how it, how it's playing, rolling them around. You know, you just gave me a good idea. <laughs> I have to do another one. There's, I've seen that inside the ropes at a U.S. Open with fans on the outside. Like, who is this guy? What's he doing? Anyways, I've seen. Can you just take pictures of trees up close at the Masters? Everyone else taking pictures many tre- of the- Well, I was taking pictures of the dead trees at the at Augusta. The, the, the picture at a point is that they don't have perfect trees everywhere. They have dead trees and groves of trees because they can't grow in the groves of trees because they shouldn't have been planted there in the first place. They're under undercover? Yeah, planting... Planting trees under canopies of trees is not good for the tree that you just planted. It's probably going to die. All I know is there was some 70-year-old guy looking at you like you had, you were a few cards short of a full deck. As everyone's taking I am, I am a few cards short of a full deck. Everyone's taking pictures of Amen Quarter, and you're there standing at the base of a tree taking pictures of a tree. 
All right. Let's get let's wrap this up. Everyone enjoy your Mondays. Big week ahead. The uh, gold standard. And uh, we will check in with you on uh, Wednesday.